Lights, camera, action. You're tuned in to Don't Be Tardy. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 10, 10. of Don't Be Tardy. Aww. Is it 10 or is it 8? It's it's up there. We're we're up there. <laughs> I'm a little delusional after the day America had yesterday. But welcome back. We definitely needed this episode. We needed to just get away from our lives for a second. Uh, I'm your host Elena. You can follow me on all social platforms at hey underscore it's lay. Hey guys, Suzette here. You can follow me at Suzette Bab on Twitter and Instagram. And this is Candace. Hello, Candace Renee Rice, aka Pem Fried Rice. You can always follow me on Instagram at underscore Pem Fried Rice. So, Episode 8. It's episode 8. Clearly, <laughs> I'm like jumping the gun. And I'm thinking it's already 10. I'm excited. Like, That's okay. excited. I, I, think, I think I jumped like in the future. Like, <laughs> I'm like propelling forward. But this episode, Lights, Camera, Action, was a lot more fun. And it was what we've been anticipating this whole entire season. Super fun. As far as uh, Brielle finally going on auditions, we got to see a lot from KJ this episode. So we're going to jump into him a little bit later. But Brielle went to Access Hollywood. Very cool. How was so that for cool. you? It was really awesome. Um, it- I actually really, I loved seeing how, how determined she was. So I think we can all maybe assume that because she has this platform and her mother is who she is, um, she maybe would feel entitled to jump the gun and be able to have the position that she wanted initially. But to see her actually wash dishes, for one, and um, yes, <laughs> and be willing to start from the bottom and have the passion that she has to um, accept an internship or be a PA to get to where she wants. I really like that about yeah, her. Absolutely, um, about her being there. It's very scary to be 19 and just to be. You know, she's already been at E and now she's at you know Access Hollywood. Like. That's nerve-wracking. And I thought she did really good with just kind of the improving, you know, just pretend you're at the Grammys. I thought she did really, really well. So I, I do think that she wants it. Of course, I want to see her having to do the internship and kind of having to, you know, like take baby steps before she's just like thrown in. Yeah. I do like the fact that, you know, uh, Anthony, the guy at Access Hollywood who she was working with, asked her to improv as if she was on the red carpet at the Grammys. And although it was a little awkward and she was hesitant, the fact that she didn't complain about it and she didn't give excuses, she was like, okay, let me just try to go for it. That was respectable. That was like, okay, you're not giving me any flack because I feel like if it was at home or if you know, her mom would actually do, mm-hmm. to, to do something out of her norm, she would have been like, uh, girl, no. So the fact that she like digested it and she was like, okay, let me try to... And she came up with a great scenario because I so yeah. I, while she was speaking and doing her you know, audition almost, I kind of visualized yeah, what it was that right. she was saying and it was believable. It wasn't even awkward. So definitely kudos to uh, Brielle for that yeah. And we did get to see her um, fight for herself this episode a little bit more than we have ever as far as... I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. As far as her wanting to have some kind of independence and almost, you know, go against her mom. Like, why can't I move out the house? Yeah, but at the end of the day, when you're 19, you shouldn't have to ask to move out. When I was 19, it's time and you do it. She's constantly asking and digging because I think she's waiting for her mom to say, I'll give you this so you can make it happen. When she has the skills, just like most of us, to just make it happen. Because it's like, you know, if I'm 19, I'm not asking mom, can I leave? It's like, okay, you need to be like, hey, I'm leaving. This is my plan. I'm going to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You know, I'm I'm an adult. I, I can do this. And that's why 
you know, Croy's like, well, then why aren't you going? And exactly. And I honestly think if she too. did that, though, I think they would be more inclined to help her sooner. Yes, yes. Um, but in order for her to come up with that plan, do you think that Kim is kind of prohibiting her from taking those steps? Because she's almost like, you, like, like, you know, you have your little baby duckling or your baby bird. She's yeah. like keeping her home and not necessarily forcing her home, but saying, no, don't leave. So we don't know how that's translating for Brielle. Of course. I mean, like, like you were just saying, mm-hmm. if... At that age, if I'm in the house and no one is forcing me to leave, uh, why why would I go? Well, and at the end of the day, it's like she doesn't want to get a job, so her mom creates this being my assistant, I'll give you money. That's not really a job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you're running some errands for your mom, which you should be doing anyways because you're do not for free. paying. Right. You're not paying <laughs> you're not paying for your rent. You if know. If I could charge my mom, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, where's my check? We actually heard Brielle ask for her paycheck. She said, Hey, I'm moving, give me my paycheck. That would be me. That's my stance. Excuse me, gas money, please. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we did hear Brielle make a good point though. She was telling her mom that, you know, she was asking almost, why are you trying to keep me here when you have five other kids? So we talk about the Behrmans having such a big family all the time and having so many kids. Do you feel like, I guess we never really talk about it from Kim's perspective. Is it really just that mom holding too tight? Because when if she was the only child, I would understand a little bit more. But because they're such a big family, it's like... Yeah, but again, you have to remember that you know, it was just Brielle and Ariana and Kim for such a long time. Yeah. And being that she's the oldest, they are more like sisters and best friends. So that's very, very scary to have. It's like, that's Kim's security blanket, yeah. you know, to have her go away. Like, that's, and I think it's the same thing. Like, for, I think Brielle wants to go, but I think she's really, really afraid to go. She won't have her family there to support her and help her, and they won't physically be there. It's different. And I think we know from personal experience just how big the city is and how lonely it, how lonely it can be when you know no one else there. Whether you have a bomb job or not, sometimes outside of work, you just want to hang out. And even if that means laying, like, you know, just hanging out on a couch and having a drink or two, Brielle's 19, I'm joking. <laughs> but, you know, just hanging out and bonding with whoever's there. So I... I understand what you're saying, and I do get it, but I think that part of her growing into her own, she's going to have to take this step, and she's going to have to leap out there. But she Croy's going to force her. I think Croy is going to, like, really put his foot down, Um, because you can tell him getting frustrated with Kim wanting to keep her there, and with Brielle's, um, I don't want to say, immaturity in in her outlook on getting a job and things like that, which is not a bad thing. You know, we're all not aware of certain things mm-hmm. so you know she just she's 19 you know we've all been there she just has to grow but I, I can tell Croy is getting very frustrated mm-hmm. with it and I think he's going to be the one that's going to push her and as the man of the household he's just going to maybe have to tell Kim hey like look we have others <laughs> listen I always believe in life you can create your own circumstance. When I was in Minnesota, I produced my own little hosting things. I did student films for acting. She's in Atlanta. Like, you know, why can't she be a correspondent for Access Hollywood in Atlanta or just rent out a studio? You know, in Atlanta, there's tons of shows. Like, have her own little show or get her YouTube channel going. Yes. Like, there's other things. You know, it's very scary from to go from, like, A to Z, and especially right now in entertainment, as we know how hard it is to get your foot in the door. She's in Atlanta. She could be doing, I really believe she could be doing her own stuff to kind of start there before just thinking, I'll just go to L.A. I agree with that. It's very tough out here. Yeah. Croy brought up a a perfect perspective a little bit. Not perfect, but he brought up a perspective on the show, and he was just saying that anyone who's going to be someone doesn't live at home. You have to. Do you guys agree with that? 
jump out there? Um, he said unless they're like making an app, and then uh, that way they become billionaires overnight. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that is Ray, Ray Romano. That's, 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 there is some truth <laughs> there. Some yeah, truth Ray Romano lived at home, but he was, you know, writing his idea for a show at thirty-five. So again. Live at home, create your own little things in Atlanta, get your own YouTube channel, get a podcast. There's things that you can do, and then maybe Access Hollywood doesn't think you need to be in school. They're like, oh, you haven't, you know, create, look, we're giving you help. Really? <laughs> yes, really? ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That's, that's just my, that would be my gift to her, is that you can create on your own. And then she has a fan base. Like, yeah. Access Hollywood may come to her, you know? You know, when she starts building her own thing. Especially having family there. She can she can really get an apartment outside the home yeah. if she wants that freedom. Um, you brought up school, and during the show, we kind of got a little bit from Kim just about how... We all we know that she supports Brielle 100% in everything that she does. Um, and we kind of got a confessional from Brielle talking about college and almost not wanting to go and how, you know, uh, Bill Gates didn't go to college and now he's a billionaire. And you, you have Kim there saying, yeah, no college. And I know that we all have different backgrounds as far as whether we've gotten further, whether we, we have further education or not. So how do you guys feel about that? Do you think, like, I don't agree that a parent should push a child um, into college if the child doesn't want to go to college but do you think that she should Kim that Kim should be saying okay well get a certificate or go to some kind of broadcast or take some hosting classes or something like right. that how do you guys feel about that schooling I think that I could I'm looking at it from both and and I agree exactly with what you said. Um, to make the situation a bit more productive for Brielle, I agree. Taking a few classes, even if you go to um, a community college or something like that, um, to put forth the effort towards what you want to do in a classroom and academically, then yes, you do this, then we will finance you going to Los Angeles, that type of thing. However, on Brielle's end and the way, you know, we all know the entertainment industry works, she really essentially does not need a degree with who her mother is. And I can only imagine the contacts that Kim has in Atlanta, maybe not here in Los Angeles, but in Atlanta, everyone knows who she is. And so... Mm To be honest with you, and going back to what you said about using her resources, she really doesn't need a degree. Mm -hmm. Um, It really would just be, you know, them putting towards, you know, money. Look at all the Housewives of Atlanta fashion shoot, you know, fashion shows. Like, I mean, there's there's always, you know, a host that can be there for that red carpet. Or she doesn't need to be in school unless she wants to be a journalist or doing the weather, which isn't the direction she wants. Right now, you have a hit show. People know who you are. This is the time to leap. Yeah, this is it. The show lo- could go off in two years, and then what? I love that you mentioned that there's other connects, like in the Housewives of Atlanta, that she can kind of go through. I'll get to that later, because we don't know what their relationship is like. I'll get to that later. <laughs> but let's drift over let's into over to- the other superstar okay. of the family. Oh KJ had his first audition him. this episode. He's hilarious. He's KJ a star. is I really so agree. funny. It's I crazy. I agree. He's also very unpredictable as Kim would say he's a naughty little boy <laughs> he's yes. very much so his own you know and he does act like he's 40 uh we got snippets of him sticking the middle fingers to the camera oh, cursing out his uh he says get out mom and Brielle lock the door behind him yeah cursing <laughs> out his family literally he'll kick them uh. with his you know um Calling his sister Brielle is annoying. Honestly, it's cute. It is cute at it this is. age, but I'm scared for what's, what it's going to develop what into. It turn well, they just into. let him do what he wants because it'd be worse if they try to tell him, don't do that, you're bad. He, you almost just, you know, his type of character. He's only four. He looks nine, but he's only four. You know, they just kind of have to let him 
roll out his thing. And we kind of got a little bit of that parenting from Corey when they were at the audition. And mm-hmm. uh, KJ was going through his lines and Corey was like, you know, the way that he approached KJ to do it better was in a very proactive He's way. Just the best. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was in it was in a way that would wouldn't allow KJ to shut down and still give him the enthusiasm. So how do you guys feel about the audition and just kid actors and going into the business? I know that we talked about it a little yes. bit, but now that we were able to see KJ's behavior and his chemistry with the casting directors, how do you feel now? I personally think that KJ just maybe needs more training. That's all that is. Mm-hmm. Um with something like acting, um, it can be trained, it can be taught to a child. So I just think that Kim needs to invest in getting him some classes, getting him comfortable in front mm-hmm. of the camera. You can tell that he really wasn't comfortable and then he didn't want his mom watching him and things like that. So maybe somebody to help him with lines and help him with, I don't want to say pronunciation because he's so young, but you know, just pronouncing his words better and speech and performing in front of a camera and at auditions. And I think that he would be amazing. He'd be great. He has a wonderful look. He's a redhead. So, you know, that's always, yeah, yeah, that's, that's always like a little moneymaker kid right there. (laughs) So (laughs) we talked about it before. I think that he should just start in Atlanta again. They're Mm -hmm. in like a hub that's supposed to be bigger than LA right now like you know they should be repped there I think that he just has so much energy he'd be a hard one on set because he wants to run around and hit you know he just is like this ball of energy and we talked about it before having one child in the business affects an entire family you're literally a casting director's you have a 10 o'clock you have a 10 45 it's running late you missed a nap da 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 you know that's a tough that's a tough thing when you also have Brielle that wants to shine and then you have Croy looking for a job and you have Kim doing her own thing so the blessing in it all is that they have help which we kind of saw on the camera today yeah and 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 the kids are very familiar with the people who are helping them and getting them dressed and things like that uh we know that KJ has a larger than life personality that we know my concern is just how exposed we were able to get to him today and the casting director saying well a kid who makes it as a child actor knows how to listen if we know anything else, it's that KJ doesn't listen to anyone except for Corey. Mm-hmm. So that's going so to be a little difficult. The and that may not happen. So we kind of got a preview into the next episode of the family maybe moving. We don't know if they're going to be moving because of Croy playing football. Mm-hmm. If that happens, then while he's away... Who's going to be there? Like, when KJ's on set, Corey can't physically be yeah, there. Yeah, and it's right. too dangerous. We know what happens to child stars. You know, if the parent, yeah, yeah. if the parents aren't there, so no, right. what happens? What you know? To child stars, you know, they go the down day? the wrong. They go down That's the wrong older path. Than you. I mean, the child stars from back in the day. Are, they are do- you are you saying like as they grow older, or just like the the. I guess the things that ne- that happen negatively. A lot on of set. child stars from like TV world and sitcom drugs world, they, and stuff. drugs, alcohol. You yeah, because they're they, they're, they're literally super have confined. Everything they, yeah, everything they have them. everything at their fingertips, and so you can literally get into anything. Yeah. And who can stop you? You've made all this money. I and... guess I figured that that lifestyle would happen for you know uh, preteens and teens, and, and and not necessarily. Drew Barrymore started drinking when she was like seven. Wow. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I was still playing with Barbie. Wow. I'm like at a loss. I don't think, yeah, no, I get it. Unless Croy can be by his side, 
again, I keep saying, they're in Atlanta. You don't need to come to L.A. You're in Atlanta. Like, some of us want to go to Atlanta because that's where work is right now. Right. They need to be, you know, going to auditions there and seeing what's happening there. Absolutely. That's a little scary um, to just put your child in that in that business. But then again, KJ is such a big man. Oh, like, yeah. although he's a, you know, he's he's still a toddler, he's such a big man and he's so stern in where he stands and the thing, like, at least with what he thinks that I'm confident that he's going to be the moneymaker for the family. Like, he's going to, not that they don't already have money, yeah, but right. he's going to be able to really push them in a different direction, allow them to explore a different avenue than they haven't already. Um, speaking of kids and a little bit of trouble on set or off set, on this episode, we kind of, when, um... Croy and Kim and Ariana were in the kitchen. They were having a little moment. We heard Croy mention that Ariana was on, well, she was grounded. He was like, if you want your weekend back. It was very brief. I don't know if you guys caught oh, I that. Missed it. He was like, if you want your weekend back, you know, eat the leaf. When she was supposed to be eating the flower oh, or something like that. Oh, wow. So he mentioned that she was grounded. Now, I love the show. I wish we would have known why was um, yeah. why was she grounded. What what did she do to cause her to be grounded? Mm-hmm. Like, what is that dynamic like? When do you step in and, and punish? You're saying Ariel? No, uh, Ariana. 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 Sorry, Ariana. Okay. When do you step in and, and punish your children? Like, I think that is an aspect yeah, that we would want to see more of. Just as far just how Croy is being stern with Brielle moving out and yeah. taking that initiative. I would have liked to know more about you know yeah. Absolutely. That situation. Well, it's time to move into a little bit news and gossip. You got some. (laughs) Okay, so the news and gossip isn't really that big of a deal. All that's happening is I was being, I was comment, I was comment creeping on uh, Instagram, and (laughs) the Shade Room posted this thing where they had Chateau Charay from Real Housewives of Atlanta and Kenya Moore's homes. So they had more manner, more manner. manner. So they had like beef about their homes, and the Shade Room was just asking which one would you live in so I scrolled over the photo and I saw Brielle and I was like hey what do you have to say so Brielle goes Chateau Charay all day that house on the bottom a quarter of the size of Charay's LMAO so she was talking about more matter being a quarter size now the reason that that's gossip for me is because it's juicy to know that you know her mom was a part of the Real Housewives class and we don't know what the relationship is like as far as like with her mom and Charay or her mom and Kenya we don't know sorry we don't know about any of that Mm -hmm. so it was nice to see Brielle step in. Do you guys think that she should not give her opinion, or do you think it was just like all in fun and games? I don't think she should, just because she has so many trolls that are saying really nasty things about her. But I guess she's not saying something specifically like about someone's look or something. Yeah. So it's you know maybe an all fun, but you know like if you're cyberbullied, you know you shouldn't cyberbully back. Great yeah. point. Great you point. Know? Um, I think that it might have been just fun, and they probably, she probably knows that they're not going to say anything bad because of who her mother is. Yeah. So, you know, I think she's just a little sly comment that and she could probably get away with. Her mom and Sheree are probably, like, friends. Yeah. So, she's probably like... But it's tough, because, you know, if you're a host, okay, when we think about mm. Billy Bush, we think about Julianne Narancic, you know, it's all fun and games until someone finds that, mm. and then and they you lose say, your job. Absolutely. Great point. So, that's another thing. Like, that makes, you know, in the hosting world, it, like, makes me nervous. Like, you're so funny, funny. It's like you have to think about everything before you say something. Yeah. yeah. You that's that, that's a great point. I love that our gossip is about uh, Instagram comment creeping, but it's all good. <laughs> Before we go out of here, we want to leave you guys with some predictions for next episode. Mm. Now, you're after buzz, 
this is still my favorite part of the show. <laughs> what is going to happen next episode for episode nine? Where, where are you guys leaning? Well, I'm excited to see Ariana's love interest. Um, she's so young. <laughs> 14. And, you know, she, and then they had the little clip where she's just like, I really like him, you know. <laughs> she's so chill. Yeah. I know. So she's in love, basically. So I want to see what he looks like. Like, what's the style? Like, is he nerdy or... Is he a cool kid or I don't know. Now Ariana's in eighth grade or ninth. I she's think she's like fourteen. So one maybe of those. Eighth. Interesting. So that middle school love. Hmm. Mm. Who's the boo? I know. I used to get caught up in middle school. It was tough. <laughs> it made me a woman. <laughs> Not oh in middle school. Oh my god. <laughs> I went through it. So crazy. Oh I want to ask you about it, but we don't have the time. So <laughs> maybe next episode. Oh my god. <laughs> What's your prediction? Um. Well, I'm curious now about Gabrielle yeah, being love at 14, and I'm happy that we're getting a one-on-one with her and Cam. And then, of course, it's like it, it is back to Brielle and this whole. I feel like it's been two seasons or three seasons of like, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, you know. At the end of the day, if it is a fact that she needs money or take a loan out for them, it's like you're smart. Ask in a serious way. You know, soon you're going to be 20. I don't think she's ever had a job. Doesn't have a resume. Is not in school. Yeah, you know it's it's time, you know. Yeah. So I'm, and then of course, you know, it, it, it stinks because we already know that we already are living in the the present, so we know what happened, you know, to Croy. So it kind of stinks that way. But I would like to see, you know, Croy go in a different direction, like we've talked about, than maybe football. Yeah. So for next episode, for me, I feel like we're gonna continue to go on this this ball that we're going down or this hill that we're going down. So the the season started off really slow. We were just like, we want more, we want more. And mm-hmm. now we're starting to get more personal into their lives. And that's what I've been wanting. Because, you know, watching the show, we feel like we're there. We're, we feel like we're friends. We feel like we're the seventh child or whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, so I am hopeful that next episode we'll get more into the personal aspects of each child, each family member, and so forth. Yeah. Kim, send us some hey. cashmere collection, too. I'm like, <laughs> She won't let it go. She won't let it go. I'm just waiting. Absolutely. Uh, Well, send these samples before the season's over. (laughs) Samples, please. Until next time, guys, it was great chatting about the episode with you. Of course, you can follow me on all social platforms at hey underscore it's lay. You can follow me at Suzette Bab. And you can always hit me up at underscore pimfrod rice on Instagram. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 